It's the trashiest talk around town. Talking. Okay, yeah, we're just going to talk about it. Yep. So, hey, welcome. This is the PS episode uh, 11.5 now. So, previously, uh, Bradley Benjamin, B-Rad, was talking with me about dead bodies and the dead body waste um, associated with a couple of things. Now, there was really too much to, to kind of cover in just one short episode. So, now we want to talk about, like, what happens if you donate your body to science. Yeah, I feel there's a lot of stuff we could have really put in the first episode. Um, if it was like an hour long, you know, we could have probably got it all in there. But there's just so much small stuff and nothing really too crazy. It's not like we just I mean, these are actually normal questions that people... Yeah, it's a bunch of normal stuff that we're just kind of asking. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you come across a like you show up your mom or whoever. Oh God, I, mean, I don't. I hope it's it. not my mom. I, mean, I hope me it's not either. My mom, I know? really, really hope that if uh, some if someone in my family has to find my body, I think my brother should find me dead. <laughs> like I feel like he could handle it. Oh, okay. Um, so that's actually kind of respectful. Yeah, like he could do it. He'd probably like take a selfie with me, and uh, forget that he can't send it to me. <laughs> he'd probably send it to your phone and then yeah, like, like oh, see your phone away from yeah. your dead body like you know away it's from not gonna body. it's not gonna damage him too badly i feel like if my, my sister found it she'd just be a wreck you oh. know like like that just be weird my brother-in-law might be he might do it fine you know but ultimately <laughs> my cat will end up eating my body like there's no way it, i'm gonna it may or may not Apparently i'm gonna die like, alone in my house <laughs> i will have slipped in the shower busted my head and my cat will eat my s- soggy body there's a good chance. And you know what? It's like a good, it's chance, a good chance I'm going to die it's alone. A, it's a good chance I'm going to die in my shower. All right. So if you think that you're going to die alone or you think that you're going to die soon at all and you want to donate your body to science, there's a certain way that you can do that. So there's different avenues. And most of that is going to be like reaching out to your local research institute. Uh, so I looked at like what Emory University does for their body donation program in Atlanta and you certainly have to fill out forms and this is all before you die. So you can't will your body away to scientific research. You, you can't just like write in your will. I want my body to be donated to science. Like you actually have to reach out to a specific program and sign some forms and then you actually have to reach out like to your next of kin saying that and, and letting them know this is what you want to do with your body. Because a lot of people, their next of kin ultimately has the say, no matter what you've decided, your next of kin has the say of what to do with your body. So your next of kin, your closest relative can be like, no, I don't want his body to be donated to science. So you have to get on board with, with that bunch of jerks uh, it, can, of jerks. It, it can be so that's like one of the reasons like a lot of people are denied apparently 70 people 70 percent of people are denied from having their body donated to i don't science. think that's from family members i feel like their bodies are just wrecked from a life of party and so like there no way any scientist <laughs> wants to look at me They're like we know what it looks like it's bad so that's another thing okay so um, if your if your family members are okay with it or whatever, the next thing is you you have to have a body type of a, a, a certain what's called healthy adult individual. So you cannot be overweight mm. or obese or even emaciated. Like you, and you also can't die of like unnatural causes. You basically just have to have 
died uniquely as an adult human being. I want to look really into. Hard to plan I want to look into the that that uh the weight limit for it for most of these places because like why aren't we studying dead fat people? Like they're just fat people. They're a big percentage of the population. Yeah, right? like we should know what like is going on. I mean, I don't know well, a mostly, lot about actually that that's because of the transport. So to transport, oh, they just ain't cars big enough for some of these people. Exactly. Yeah. So to trans, it's it's a lot harder to transport a heavy obese yeah, person. Because you know, like I could probably carry like two dead people at once, but like if you get a sizable dead person, two those dead guys, people, th- it's pretty good. How, it's how pretty would you easy. carry them? Well, I mean, dra- one's being dragged typically. Whenever <laughs> well, I'm doing, one this typically, you just sling over. I have shoulder. a good wagon that actually is good at going through the woods. It's, all right, you're scaring me a little bit. <laughs> You're like, I know for a fact I can like, carry I can two move, dead like, people trust at me, once. <laughs> trust me on this. I can move two at a time. But once you get start upping the numbers, that weight scale really gets it out of hand. It's all about the scale. Yeah, okay. and the tools you have. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, we're not going to get no. on the tools. <laughs> on the tools of that. So... Um, basically if you want your body donated to science, make sure that you do it beforehand and also realize that there's different types of research your body can go to. And sometimes when you donate your body, it's going to go to multiple, um, forms of research. So, um, that can be medical research in which you help graduate students. I mean, there's over 20,000 medical students graduating each year and and for them to have the practice on an actual human body cadaver and human body i mean that's that's extremely important yeah, to, something to i their saw research. something i saw going off of that like it could go to multiple places dentists need cadavers but they only need the head so you're your yeah. body can be be used like, in different areas of research. Yeah, so you might just have a dentist with your head, and then some guy across the country is cutting open your chest. And that yeah. can be another thing too. Yeah. Also, um, if you do die, so let's say that you've you've put in the forms to have your body donated to science, um, but then you die of suspicious circumstances, and your body's autopsied. You're no longer a good quality, good candidate um, for body donation, and that's because a coroner, the way that they deal with bodies and the way that they have to figure out how you died, is I mean they cut you up from from sternum all the way up to the chest, and so it's not very beneficial for medical students to examine you after an autopsy has already been done, so that will disqualify you. Um, other things are like, you know, horrific car accidents. Yeah, if your body's mangled, they want a good mangled. intact body. I, I, but it's, I feel like still there is some way, you know, a little a little loophole of, of research that's going to go in there. Well, yeah, because with like medical research, you want a good intact body. So these people that have never seen one before yeah. can really be like, oh, this is a body. Because, you know, they don't know yet. They've, not, they've only just gotten school. They don't know what bodies look like yet. They've never poked anything never before. They never opened anything up. You make sure that stuff has not been man and, and those were the bodies that I saw in the lab when I did that laboratory inspection. Right. So all good bodies and good cadavers. But I feel like old, uh, what's that man's name? Old man Jenkins with the body farm? The body do you, farm. Do you know his name? I want people to be able to look that up. We could probably Google it real quick. Let's uh, throw his name down. 
You know what? I I don't actually know. His I think name. he wrote the school name down somewhere. I so, think I saw that. Um, so the body farm, that is the name of the facility, and it's an anthropology research facility based out of the University of Tennessee. And the body farm is located in East Tennessee. And, oh, shoot, I, I wish I knew the guy's name. Um, let me, I can look that up real quick. Uh, but it's he, it, so yes, it, one guy started it in 1971, I want to say. And this is a research facility that truly, truly looks at... It makes me uncomfortable, to be completely honest. This man just had just, just conveniently had the idea to start a farm where you store dead people, and they're just laying around. Like, in the, in the video of him, like, being interviewed, he's just walking through a field of dead people. At one point, he's talking and casually kicking someone's femur, like, across the woods. <laughs> okay, uh, so his name is Bill Bass, and oh, I got this wrong. Uh, it's it's in 1981. Bill Bass has has been the head of the Department of Anthropology for ten years. Oh, okay, so f- yeah, for ten years is when he started it uh, in 1971, and he was in a video kicking around dead bones. But this this facility is so important because it's one of a kind, and it's one of a kind because it looks at how. dead bodies decompose naturally Mm -hmm. and also through crime scenes like the first question you know that people are going to get when they're doing an investigation if a person's found in the woods is how how long has that person been there yeah and and they just didn't know they were just kind of guessing for the longest time that's what he was saying and he just someone came to him and asked he was like Shoot, we don't have any way of figuring this out. Yeah, we don't know this. So let's do research about this. Let's do research about how long it takes a body to decompose under certain variables mm-hmm. like temperature, uh, temperature and climate, every everything from like how long t- does it take mm-hmm. for it? I mean, are you covered in, in clothing or are you naked or are you you know, under a, a concrete slab. Oh, yeah. He said that he had that one there. He, he showed us the slab. He's like, there's a body uh, they, down there. And so you can actually donate your body to, to to this research. And this is a one-of-a-kind research of where they are trying to figure everything out about dead bodies. And, I mean, even to, to like, how long does certain type of clothing decompose naturally mm-hmm. in the wild? All of that's very important, you know, from a research standpoint, uh, he even did a study, you know, about, and that's how I found out like over 500 different chemicals uh, are kind of emitted when a body is left to decompose. So they, he was talking about like um, cadaver dogs, they could find, or they claim to have found uh, civil war graves. You know, oh yeah, they definitely could. Like yeah, over 170 years ago. So like they're smelling different compounds, and so they then they based on just learning what different type of compounds bodies emit, then they can like find they can actually produce technology like sniffer technology to be like, hey, there's a dead body under there, or like for example the concrete slab that we were talking about, um, using ground penetrating radar mm-hmm. to to be like yeah there's a dead body under there or even actually being able to determine there's a dead body decaying under there so they put dead bodies in unique scenarios in every scenario i mean they're 
there's a dead body probably out there in some unique scenario. I was really happy when I found this because of I was always I've been wondering how to legally do what I want with my dead body. And I really feel like you could like get this man. I just want to be chopped up and scattered through the woods. I want to just die and then decompose in the woods as fast as possible. How do you want to be chopped up? My brother should do it. <laughs> That's asking That's in a my will. Lot Ryan <laughs> needs to chop up my body. And so your will would be like. And then uh, just put me in a bucket and just like just Hansel and Gretel me through the woods. All right. So I, I feel like you would need a wood chipper. No. Of some kind. I mean, if you need to. But that wood chipper needs to be thoroughly cleaned and then put that in the woods. Oh, you feel it needs to be I want all my before parts your in the woods. dead I want, body goes in I there. need all of my body in the woods. <laughs> that way little squirrels and bugs can eat me, and then I become a little squirrel or a bug. Oh, well, that's cute. You know, that's how it works. Um, but let's go back to, to how you think your body's going to be separate. I mean, that you're asking a lot of your Look, family members. They don't necessarily need to chop me up. It's just my preference to be chopped up. If they choose they can't, you know, they let me down and they all know that now. You know what? I feel like there's probably a private contractor to hire. Oh, there definitely is a private contractor to hire. <laughs> to he might not that. be illegal, but go on Craigslist and be like $50 to the person that could chop up my dead brother. Now, oh, that being said, when you donate your body to science, um, it is a way of alleviating your family of the price of your burial. Yeah, that's also why you should just chop me up. We've got the tools. We have the means to chop me up and put me I, in the woods. I don't have a means. I mean, I you get, don't. Mine, we have plenty. There's plenty of saws. Ryan, go to dad's basement. Get the saws. <laughs> He's got buckets, tarps. All you need is okay. put me in the woods. This is legally binding. It's on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay. Having a lawyer mind. I don't think it's legally binding at all. And I think, you're, I think your, fa your family could be like, uh-uh. I don't well, want to do that. If you don't do because that. Because they do have the ultimate say after you die. I mean, you're dead. You don't have any say at all. So you can put in whatever will or whatever you want. But they're next of kin. And I feel like, if I, like uh, if I marry I Bill Bass, he will be in charge of my body. I know he'll do me right. If I marry Bill Bass. <laughs> I can do that. Just you know right what? He would do you right. He would do me right. For, for sure. For yeah. sure. Um, and so he'd probably put you, you know, under a nice little pine tree in East Tennessee. Under a tarp. Under a tarp. Maybe in a compost, I, die, I get can decompose even quicker, and then I become a flower or a tomato or something. Oh, that's so I'd cute. Be, that'd be cute, right? That'd be nice. <laughs> that's so cute. Instead of being in a grave, like, and turn into a tombstone or whatever happens. I don't know. I like, what do you do when you die and you're just in a hole? Okay, I don't want to you know? discredit anyone's, anyone else's way of dying, but, um... I don't want to be buried in a permanent cemetery plot. Because if you do that, put me in either the cheapest wooden casket or just wrap me in a cloth and put me in a hole. Do you know that coffins, like if you, if your um, body, if you choose cremation, you, your body's put into a coffin and then it's cremated within that coffin. I didn't know that. That's weird. Now my family has a coffin to pay for. Well, well, they, yeah, they pay for the coffin. And then it just gets burned. Uh, but apparently bur burning a body inside the coffin is a more effective way of burning the body. I guess it would get hotter faster because they're just shooting like streams of fire. Yes. Yeah, so it does get hotter. It, it yeah. creates a little hot box for your body to 
be burned. Yeah, faster. I heard I was listening to one of the morticians talking about the harder part of it. And it's like apparently the brain, which has like a consistency of like ground beef, like it's just room temp ground beef, but like it doesn't burn and go away. So they got like poke it and turn it around. And your brain? Yeah, your brain, because your skull is so protective of it. They got to like bust your brain, your skull open and like mix up oh. your brain to get it to burn away. And so sometimes, you know, if you got like a thick head, your mortician <laughs> might have to play with your brain while you get burnt. Now I have seen, so after cremated, everything that you're cremated with, I mean, that includes like body piercings or, or whatever. Um, once you're cremated, then you're also put into a grinder. A grinder? Yes. To, to consolidate. You're, you're, you're right. I've no, heard the bones don't There's really no big pieces. Yeah. That'd so, be cool though. Be, dude, if somebody can get like a femur of mine and just keep it over their like mantle. That'd be neat. Or my skull. Honestly, if, I, if my family were going to That keep, would be kind of cool. Yeah. Like, keep a bone of mine and just leave it somewhere for, like, my great-great-grandkids to touch <laughs> and be like, look at this. Yeah, but with that, you know, you have to think down the line, maybe somebody doesn't want that. Maybe that femur that you're so proud of that you want over the mantle, maybe someone's just going to put that in the trash. Right on it. Throw me in the woods. When <laughs> done. When yeah, done, put, throw in woods. Put me back in the woods, yeah. man. Um... Or someone's dog would chew on it. That'd be nice. If I turn into a dog toy, oh, a yeah. dog just chews on my femur. That could be a unique way. That'd be f- messed up. If you just, like, when you died, like, you just gave your dogs your bones to chew on. Someone left their dogs behind. Oh. oh and that's a bad thought. If I die, I my dogs t- are going to be left behind. You shouldn't let me talk about things on, on my you, should let, you should not record my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I have bad things to say. <laughs> But, okay, so if you want your body to go to the dead body farm, you fill out forms and everything. But actually, I want to go back to a really unique thing that you said. And you were like, well, you know, cover my body up in the woods. So I was looking at this documentary about the dead body farm in East Tennessee. And they put plastic over some of the graves. Because, again, they have to figure out every different variable. Sometimes people get covered up. Sometimes people don't. They need to know everything with each different variables, what have you. So with some of those dead bodies, they will put a plastic bag over you. And do you know why they put a black plastic bag over you? Humidity? Kind of. Okay. So it's for maggots. Oh. Yeah, that's right. No one wants to hear the word maggots or whatever. But it's a very part, very essential part of the of the natural process. So maggots do not like sunlight. So if a body is disposed of, on uncovered, it means the maggots are going. They're going to work their way inside of you. Again, it's it's natural, um, and this is what they study. So maggots are working their way inside of. Mr. Corpse, okay, I don't want to say inside of you, but Mr. Corpse, and they don't like the sunlight. So what they do is that they actually leave your skin, your your skin intact, and they eat away the rest of the remains down to the skeleton. Now, if they, if the body farm needs to do research uh, that's more focused on the skeletal remains, they'll actually place a black plastic bag over the body so that... The maggots are protected from sunlight, and they actually won't leave your skin intact as a leathery protected coating. 
Mm. Mm. I don't like these. Just, that I don't make... like this no more. Yeah, I'm not having a good time anymore. <laughs> I'm having a bad time. It's a little gross, <laughs> yeah. um, but that's how maggots work. So maggots yep. don't like sunlight, and they're gonna leave your skin as a leathery. That's honestly kind of nice of them. You know, if I if I if if I get left in a plastic bag, as happens sometimes, um, <laughs> it would be nice for my family to be able to see my horribly disgusting face without maggots crawling on it. You horribly disfigured. Just, different looking mm. leathery leathery face i could look better though there's always a chance it doesn't take a whole lot maybe with some mortician makeup Morti- yeah <laughs> if i get a good mortician like make me look fine if make i have to be if i have to be preserved through the wall going yeah, out if everyone's gonna tell. ignore my wishes and not chop me up and throw me in the woods for some weird reason then at least give me a really good mortician that makes me look downright sexy fabulous like i want to they I want, I want people to look like my my like coffin and my my open casket and just be like wow <laughs> wow what a guy all right guys so that has been the ps episode of trash talk with amber 11.5 this has been dead waste and from what you've heard be rad wants to be chopped up in little pieces left in the woods it's legally uh, binding <laughs> it can be legally binding if you fill out the right form you can't lie on a podcast you can't lie on the internet <laughs> There's no such thing yeah, as lying on the internet. You can't lie on the internet. So with that, it's been Trash Talk, guys. This has definitely been a unique episode. And so with this, I hope you think about your trash. Until next time, guys, this has been Amber Scouse. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Be red.